Welcome to Rich Conversations. Today we welcome back to the show Green Bay Packers diehard fan and now my co-owner of the team, Janet Wilson. Though she lives in Texas, she certainly bleeds green and gold. One of the biggest fans, Packer fans I've met, and I've met a lot of Packer fans. She came on the show last summer on episode 123. She shared with us Texas culture and her background as a huge Packer fan. So I thought it'd be fun to have her back on to reflect on the completed regular season and look ahead to the playoffs to discuss our team of destiny, led by likely back-to-back MVP Aaron Rodgers. Janice shares her game day process and her annual family road trip from Texas to Wisconsin for the Packers Christmas game. You can follow her on Twitter at OJanJan. You can also follow this podcast on all the platforms, YouTube, at Rich Convos on TikTok and Instagram, and at Rich Convos Pod on Twitter. Now, let's talk Title Town. All right. Welcome to Rich Conversations. This is going to be another fun episode, uh, especially if you're a Packer fan. Uh, But I would like to introduce you, reintroduce you to my fellow co-owner of the Packers, Janet Wilson. Hi. Uh, Yes. So um, I'm still in Texas, obviously, but I... The last time we just talked about like country music and stuff, but I am yeah. actually a diehard Packer fan. Um, my family is from Wisconsin, so we just actually came back from there. And um, yeah, I'm uh, it's pretty diehard as it gets. So I like I've been told um, that that what is that movie called um, with Drew Barrymore and uh, where. Pitch fever fever pitch. Oh, fever pitch. Yeah, fever pitch. Okay, well, that's basically my house, but with like all (laughs) Green Bay stuff, all Green Bay stuff. Like I got flags in the restroom, and I'm like, when I have guests over, I'm kind of embarrassed. I'm like, I'm that much of a fan. Yeah, well, that's why you're a great person to have on because uh, we have the playoffs coming up, and um, you know the Packers. We had another great season, which. you know, we're accustomed to no, no big deal, but, um, I thought it'd be fun to have you on to just, just talk Packers for the whole time. So <laughs> let's do that. Yeah. Um, it's a little nerve wracking, um, with, we are very spoiled. We are very spoiled we are. to have, we the must, that's that we the first do. thing we have to do is acknowledge that, right? Yes. No, we have to, we are very spoiled. Uh, we've been spoiled for what, um, Let's see. We've only had two quarterbacks and both of yeah. them have spoiled us completely. Favre and Rogers. Uh, um, I have a uncle who's a cowboy fan and he's just like every year, you guys, you guys are good every year. So sick of it. He just hates it so bad, especially because I, I mean, we've Rogers is like, it's like the AT&T stadium is his second home. Yeah. Like he owns that stadium. Um, so I've been lucky enough to be, at two of those games where well he didn't no the first one was matt flynn the second one was him but the first okay. one was matt flynn where like rogers got injured and matt flynn came in for him and then okay. we won of and course. then the 
second one was when Aaron Jones just tore them up. Yeah. Uh, it's like the little waving. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. waving. I was at that game. I was at that game. So. And you were at another important game coming up. Uh, we'll talk a little bit later okay. about okay. that. First, I want to uh, acknowledge you to the owners club. How's it feel? Yeah. Christmas when I when I purchased and okay so I know that they're still selling them but I was that paranoid fan that was like I need to get in line so Mm -hmm. as soon as I got to work um I got like the notification that they had already gone on sale so I got in line for six hours wow (laughs) I got in line for so I I got in line and then I didn't get the notification on my phone until uh, I got out of school because I'm a teacher. So I got out of school and I that's I literally got in my car and the notification came up like you're next in line and you only have 10 minutes to like put in everything. And I was like rushing through. But um, yeah, no, it was it was something that uh, was really important and special to me. And I was so excited. I, I made an announcement at, at Thanksgiving dinner. I wow. like saw, when my family was all sitting down, I was like, I'm so dramatic. I was like, <laughs> I bet you're wondering why I've gathered you all here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and my mom's like, you're pregnant. I'm, no, no, mom. No. <laughs> no, I am not. I was like, I am now a Packer fan. No pictures, no autograph. I mean, a Packer owner. I was like, no pictures, yeah. no autographs. I'm so sorry, guys. Like, I just really wanted to let y'all know. So, yes, I am now an owner. Did you get uh, right here? I have my uh, owner plaque. plaque. It's it's Um, right right next to my my sage, which uh, (laughs) I'm sure Aaron Rodgers would would love that I have. That's awesome. Uh, Right here. Here's mine. Nice. Mine's mine's still in like the little folder, but it's like. Oh, yeah, it's a nice folder. It's in my bookcase, but I want to put it up like you can see all my setup up here. I've got the big old G behind okay. me. So I made that during the pandemic. <laughs> nice. I nice. made that. And then I've got my all I need is Green Bay football and my dog. And then I've got sweet dreams are made of cheese over there. So I would want to add it to this area, but okay. uh, I just haven't had time to like buy a somewhere to put it i know that they have some like specifically made for it and i think that's really neat okay so i kind of want to do that but i gotta save my money because i just bought. are you gonna get one of those uh one one of those things that they put on executive desks are you gonna have that at school that says like packer owner (laughs) something like that i should have that in front of my desk right Uh, yeah so uh so there are owners meetings Every summer, I, I've been uh, a little absentee from them <laughs> over the years. Maybe, maybe coming up, maybe coming up, I'll go. Uh, we'll see. We'll yeah. See. I, well, I definitely want to. I want to know what they're voting about and all that stuff. Yeah, my mom was not too happy. She's, she was really upset that I spent that much money on it. I didn't <laughs> want to tell her. She's, she was asking me because she kind of wanted to get one for my dad and then uh-huh. I didn't want to tell her. <laughs> yeah. For but, something that's like completely like non-significant <laughs> monetarily. 
<laughs> no, it, it's no. And that's the thing people don't understand. It's not significant as far as that way, but it's very sentimental. Um, a lot of the reason why I don't know if you saw the documentary. I saw it five times, which is ridiculous because it's 10 hours long. I spent oh, wow. 50 hours watching Packer history. Um, wow. And I've been on, I've been on the tour twice. And it's funny because I could teach the tour. <laughs> I could wow. easily step in for the person because I, I just I, I'm that obsessed. So. Um, the basically the Packers were going to go under and it wasn't because the fans themselves started pitching in their money and building because they would show the games for free. So they weren't getting anything out of it. And so the team, the team was about, and that's why the team, our team is older than the NFL. We're one year older than the NFL. So, um, the team was, I'm getting goosebumps. That's how much I love this. Like (laughs) the team was about to go under and it was the fans and the, you know, the citizens of green Bay that put all their money together. They, they labored, they put up fences. So that way people wouldn't be able to see the game unless you pay to go in. Um, The fans just all came together. And when the team, you know, started looking at all the money that was spent on them they try to give the money back and the fans refused to take any money um they were like it's it's to build this team like we love yeah. this team we don't need the money back and i think that's that's what we do we give our portion and we're not asking anything back we just want our team to be our team and yeah. I don't think that's other fans don't get that, especially cowboy fans. What I'm trying to explain to them, they don't get that. That's our history. That's our legacy. And that's why it says on the, on the little folder, you, you know, you're part of the legacy now because that is what the Packers are known for. Yeah. I'm, I'm a nerd about this. I'm the biggest nerd. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm such a nerd that's why i like having you on because you have a you have more extensive knowledge than i have <laughs> uh but let's let's think now we've had our entire lives major success uh a f- couple super bowls um going into the season though there was uh we weren't exactly sure what was going to happen there was a little bit of some some off-season drama involving our MVP, almost probably back-to-back MVP, Aaron Rodgers. What what were you all thinking when um, this drama was going down in the off-season? So our podcast, uh, well, the podcast that I have, the that I'm with with my friends, uh, called Lombardi Sweep, um, we had a big debate on the show about it because okay. I thought I, okay. I thought it was fabricated only because Aaron Rodgers is such a secretive guy. We hardly know what's going on with him. He's not Brett Favre that like splashes all his, you know, secrets and everything on for everybody to see and read. Aaron Rodgers is so opposite. He is so quiet and reserved and to himself. We didn't even know he was dating anybody until he publicly announced that he had a fiance all of a sudden. Um, So when I heard it, I thought it was fabricated. I thought 
he doesn't even tell like he doesn't speak much about himself to the public and now all of a sudden he's just telling everybody that this is um you know he hates the team or whatever and well it wasn't even him he i don't i don't even know if he's actually said anything about specifically um, about stuff right he's he's never really brought it up he has mentioned he's that, very coy about everything yeah he's very no he will not say it so i thought it was fabricated um zach and luke and trevor they do they live up there in wisconsin they're reporters they're actual reporters that go and you know they uh write about things write about the team they investigate. So Zach was like, no, sorry. My, my other dog is blind. So if he sees like some sort of movement at the window, shh, blue. but he's very obedient. Stop. Um, so he actually, he was like, no, it's, it's not fabricated. There's something going on. So he knew something, but he just didn't want to tell us. Okay. Um, and I know the other guys, were just like, well, they were just very, we were all kind of iffy about it though. I was very, I was the one that was like, no, I don't believe anything until he says it himself. That was me until it comes out of his mouth is when I will believe it. And he hasn't really mentioned it in none of, in any of his pressers, whenever they ask him about it, he just says, you know, I love this team. Like he just totally. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the red moment. hearing. I'm, what is I, it? Red red hearing where you just completely switch over the subject when they <laughs> ask him about it. He's just like, I love this team. Um, you know, I love to play. <laughs> I love to yeah. play football. So he totally goes around it and avoids the question every time. But um, I mean, if anything is going on in that front office. I think this season has definitely proven that whatever is going on in the front office has nothing to do with, you know, how he's playing, how, how he feels about the team, which is probably why he avoids the question. So, okay. So we have this drama. We don't know where it's coming from. We don't actually know what to think. There's no like real conclusions about it. So then what were your expectations coming into the season? What did you think was going to happen this season? I knew he was going to show up on the field. I knew it. I was very confident that he was going to show up and, you know, just start playing. And it's too complicated to leave the team and try to find a different place after you've been there for 17 seasons. If you've been working somewhere for 17 seasons, 17 years, um, it's kind of hard to go into another facility and get that kind of seniority treatment. Um, you think so? I, I feel like you could just walk in anywhere with I, him. I don't know. I no. I mean, like Brady or Peyton Manning. I feel like Brady is a different story, though. <laughs> but um, but no, I. I feel I don't know if you've if you've listened to like the pressers, um, but Zadarius Smith was saying how he showed up on the first day and they had said no white socks and Aaron Rodgers showed up with white socks and he was like, hey, bro, they said no white socks. <laughs> and Aaron, <laughs> Aaron said seniority, man, they're not going 
to tell Aaron Rodgers to take off no. his white socks. Everybody else is wearing black, so or green. Um, so no, I I think once you've established yourself in a certain place, I think you're gonna want to stay there, and especially because Green Bay is such a special place. And I know, if I'm not mistaken, I think Brett Favre went through the same dilemma because he didn't want to leave either, but because of the front staff. But like I said. Brett Favre is completely different and he's very outspoken and very, I mean, have you seen his tweets? Um, I have not. (laughs) I want him to stop tweeting. Like I love him to death, but I just want him to stop tweeting. Um, Take that phone away from that man. Um, He, so for a lot of reasons, uh, but Brett Favre put it all out there and made it a big scene and made the grand exit. And then the grand entrance, he just went all out as opposed to Rogers, who is very reserved. Um, And, and, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he did it because he didn't want to make a scene. He didn't want to cause problems. He just wanted to play football, play with his team. Um, he wasn't very revengeful like uh, Brad Favre was, where he was like, I want to play he probably against learned, the Packers. He probably learned a lesson from watching Favre to do he the opposite did. way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, he, he probably did learn a lot from him as far as that situation. So and then Brett- what was your reaction after game one? <laughs> oh, that was such a terrible game. Okay. First, first and foremost, I love the Saints. I don't hate them. I actually love the Saints. They're one of my favorite teams. So um, I was kind of sad, but at the same time, I was like, okay, this is a Saints. You know, they've got a good coach. They've got good players. Like, they're not messing around. Um, So I didn't – I mean, I wasn't worried. Cause I saw Rogers on the sideline, that picture of him just smiling at uh, Devonte and MVS. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, he knew it wasn't a big deal. It's like, he knew like, this is whatever, you know? Um, so, and I think he didn't play a lot of that game, right? It was love. Love I, was in that game. I think they took him out after they took him out after a while. Were, and and they, threw a while. In, uh, they threw in love um, which is kind of scary because I think he wanted us to see exactly what was coming. If <laughs> I don't think he intentionally it. like tanked that. Ga- that game was weird. That was some weird. It was a weird right game. There. It was a weird game. It was in a weird place too. It yeah. wasn't even the Saints Stadium, which we yeah. always lose at. Oh, except last we didn't lose last year. Um, it's just it was in like Jacksonville Stadium, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Jacksonville. Um, but. It was weird temperature too, all humid and nasty yeah. and definitely not, you know, what the Green Bay players are used to. So it was just, it was a real strange game. I wasn't too worried about it though. Well, yeah, um, cause but, you got, you got what? 16 more games after yeah, that. Exactly. I'm I, not too worried. I was, it was, it was a little, it was like, just weird. It was just weird. It was weird. It was weird. Okay. So, okay. So we, we lost game one. Now, what was your experience like following and watching the Packers during the season? Do you, 
do you have a routine? Do you watch it with particular people? Uh, how do you, you kind of go about it? I love this question so much because I am such a weirdo with the superstitious like vibes and yeah. So um, we have a rule in my family where we have to watch it with family. That's our really? number. Yes. So there has to be at least another family member with you. That's unless you're like at work. Cause my sister works at a bar. So sometimes it's harder for her, you know, but um, as far as the rest of us, if we have off, or my brother, he also works at a bar. So it's kind of hard for him. But yeah, as far as the rest of us, most of us are teachers, or we my aunt works uh, at uh, the university. So she gets weekends off. So for the most part, we always meet, whether it be like groups of twos, groups of threes. And you guys are all in Texas. Yes, we're all for the most part, we're all in Texas right now. Yes. Okay. Um, we do. I do have a couple of family members that are still in Wisconsin, um, but they watch it together. They watch it like their family together. But um, so that's one of our rules. So whenever we go to games, it's mostly mm -hmm. all of us. Um, okay. Yes. So it's this past game. It was seven, seven of us, three. Yes, there was seven of us that were up there and we went to the Christmas game. So we'll wow. cancel. It's a tradition for us to go to a Christmas game. We usually cancel uh, all Christmas presents and then we all use our money to, oh. to go to a game instead. Interesting. Yeah, so. That's a that's quite a tradition there. Uh, for 20 years, for 20 years, we've kept that wow. tradition. Last year, we weren't able to go to it. We were supposed to go to the Titans game, which I'm really heartbroken because I have yet to go to a snowy game. Um, and that would have been a snowy game. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, my parents started it uh, when we were younger. We didn't get to go to the games. Unfortunately, I never got to see Brett Favre. But my parents, I was in town. My parents would drop us off with uh, my Baloo. My family, uh, my parents would drop us off with my aunt and my uncle and them. Hold on really quick. Okay. So my parents would drop us off and then they would go to the games at night. And when we would stay at home, you know, because they lived there. They didn't care for the yeah. games, every one of them. And it's cold and it's negative whatever degrees. So they would drop us off. And so I was there, but I wasn't there. Uh, my first game, I was 20. I was 20 on my first yeah. game. That was our Christmas present um, where my family, where my mom got to take us to the game. Finally, she's, she said she didn't want to take us um, when we were younger. She was afraid that we were going to be too cold and we were just going to want to leave. <laughs> yeah. Come on. So my brother, my brother was 12 though. I think he was, yes, okay. he was, he was 12 his, or 11, his first game. But I was a little bit older. I was 20 at the time and I couldn't even drink. So it was really sad. But um, uh, that that is our tradition. And then as far as superstitious with games, I do not wear the opposing team's color that day. So if we're okay. playing, <laughs> if we're playing the Bears, I do not wear their colors that day. I'm not allowed to wear their colors in whatever way, form. Not even if it's like a red scrunchie, I will take it off. Um, oh, okay. if we're playing the Vikings, I will not wear purple at all that day. So, and then I also have my car flags 
uh, for some reason. So you're whenever- a car flag person. Yes, I love my car flags. I have car flags, but I actually use them in the house. I'll post them up in the house. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I set up my car flags. I usually always wear like the same get up. Um, so what do, you, the- what do you wear on game day? I usually wear my jersey. It depends. So that's what I was going to go into next. How many jerseys I've- do you own? I have six, seven. Okay. Seven. Can you, who are the players? Can eight. you list them? I have eight. So I have Nelson, Matthews, Cobb, Rogers, and then judge me, but I have two Brett Favre ones. And okay. then I have um, Bart Starr. And then I have, uh, what was his name? I have one. He's from the 90s, though. Not your Michael Finley. He wasn't even like a big player. Like it's Mark Chimura. No, Robert Brooks, uh, Dorsey Levins, Edgar Bennett, Reggie White. I I totally blanked out. No, he wasn't even one of those players. Like he wasn't one of the big ones either. Uh, uh, shoot, I forgot his. What position? Leroy Butler. Wide, wide, wide uh, receiver. No, it wasn't Leroy Butler. Antonio Uh, Freeman. Mm-mm. Andre Risen? It wasn't even like one of those players. Little driver? No. Wow. <laughs> um, it was a wide receiver. Uh, let's see. Um, I it's just a jersey that I, I happened to come up across, and I just bought it because I was like, I oh, need this jersey. Yeah, a package jersey. It's on sale. It's two dollars. Let's go. Um, I found it at a garage sale. Um, so you wear jersey you wear jersey on game day yes i wear jersey on game day um so oh you know what okay javon walker javon walker oh javon walker yeah Yeah. javon walker okay yeah so i just found that one it was like two bucks and it's it's giant i hardly ever wear it but i just bought it to add to my collection because i'm that kind of person like if i go to the goodwill and i see anything green bay i buy it it's just interesting. So yeah, I, I, I have a rule with myself and that's, I only wear four colors. I wear dark red, navy blue, <laughs> gray, brown, gold sometimes. And I do not break this. I, I wear like basically the same clothes every day. So it cuts down on my decision-making in the morning, but there was one time in the last two years that uh that i broke this and it was uh we go to wills northwoods inn here in chicago it's a packer bar wisconsin bar so with my friend i i I wore this hold on let me see if i can find it <laughs> so this is the this is from 1996 97 super bowl champions 31 i love it yeah i have i have like the i think it's 1997 i have a puffer jacket from 1997 yeah so man the, ni- the 90s clothes are so cool 
Yeah, they're so much cooler than the ones now. And it yeah. bugs me so much because now all they put is like the GB. And I'm like, no, I want it big and I want the helmet and I want I want yeah. that 90s style in your face. Everybody can see what you're wearing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I typically don't. I I uh, I want the Packers to come up with something uh, that fits my colors. That when they're the Acme Packers, it gets really close, and I would consider yeah. buying merch. But I I have a very hard rule on that. Yeah. Um. So there's one more rule, which might sound terrible. But like, if you think about it, I only wear my jerseys um, when I watch the games and I only wear and I usually wear like a shirt underneath. So I don't wash the jersey if we win the game. If we win the games, the jerseys just go up. I hang. Are you supposed to wash jerseys? You you do wash them, but you don't put them in the dryer. You just let them air dry. Because because if you put them in the dryer, that's when, uh, you know, the numbers start to get ugly but so if we lose a game i wash it like i have to wash away the juju away from my jersey so you're like real superstitious i'm super superstitious um i try not to do things that i wouldn't normally do um and yeah so i'm pretty superstitious when it comes to games i take the opposite approach i'm very it's out of my control so I just hope that our standard of excellence <laughs> that we hold ourselves to and the way we practice in our leadership <laughs> and our focus, we should just execute and do our jobs on Sunday. I don't. Uh, yeah. It, although, you know, sometimes things just happen on the field. It's not. But yeah, it's not in our control. It's I'm just I'm just we all have our. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what did you wear when you went to the Christmas Day game? Okay, so I had my game bib. I don't like the the That's stripes. the overalls, right? Yes, the overalls, my game bib. Um that game bib has been to three games. Um okay. I got it a while back. It's been to the Cowboy game. It's been to the Lions versus Packers on Christmas as well at Lambeau. And then it's been to this Christmas game. Um so I usually wear that. Um, I wear my snow boots. Um, I wear what I usually wear when I watch the games here at home. It's just underneath all yeah. like the jackets and the because it's usually cold. Although this was the hottest game I've ever been to at Lambo. It was 35 degrees, 30. Yeah, that's that's a that's pretty hot that's on hot. Christmas. That's pretty hot on Christmas. I I honestly expected a lot colder, which I was kind of upset that when we left, the next game was negative one or zero yeah. because I'm used to. Those yeah, it was really games. cold that one. Day I'm used. To, yeah. But I'm what used- about? I don't know if you feel this way, but I've gone to two Packer games. They were both in December, and it was like twenty degrees. But inside the bowl. It's, it's like colder. warm. It's warm, oh, warmer? right? warmer? No, I think it's colder because of the think seats. So? I think it's colder because of the seats, but so so, first... so you were sitting down on like a true Packer fan who would be standing, right? No, I've got I've got a little seat warmer. Oh, okay. Like a true Packer fan knows oh, okay. how to show up. <laughs> yeah, I've got like a little seat warmer thing. Yeah. Um and then 
I've, I always take my hand warmers and then I put hand That's warmers. That's a pro move right there. It is very much a pro move because the first game I ever went to, it was eight degrees. So, oh. um, so my first game experience, I'm there. Um, I'm wearing leather boots. It's my first game. I'm 20 years old. I want to be cute. <laughs> At um, a Packer so, game, yeah. Yeah. So I'm wearing leather boots, which I slipped on the ice getting to the stadium. Um, and then I'm wearing like glittery, a glittery um, scarf that has no kind of warmth to it whatsoever. I'm wearing like one pair of socks. Some, it, it was terrible. One shirt. It was so bad. And then I just, uh, I'm sitting there, me and my sister are freezing. We're freezing so hard. And at the time, they still had the beer guys, you know, walking up and oh, down yeah. the stairs. Uh, now they've, they got rid of them because of COVID, but at the time they were still around. And so the beer guy sees that we're freezing and he's like, how old are you? He starts asking us questions because I guess he wanted to sell us beer to keep warm. Um, and so we're like, no, but we're from Texas. Like, so he goes and he asks, is this your first game? Yes. So he goes down a couple of levels and then he yells, hey, guys, they're from Texas. They're freezing. Can we help them out? And everybody starts throwing hand warmers up at us. Really? The bottom. It was so cool. So they give us their hand warmers and like we're stuffing them everywhere. We're putting I'm putting them in my boots, in my hands. So from then on, I learned that you always, always take hand warmers, no matter what temperature. I still had hand warmers when it was 30 degrees. I took a... Uh, at least three packs of hand warmers just because after a while, even though it doesn't seem as cold, it starts getting to you a bit. Okay. So, I, so I start putting the hand warmers. So the hand warmers, and then also I sneak in a lot of, um, fireball. I put fireball in my, like in my, in my bib. So once I start getting really cold, I just take a few shots and then it kind of, I'll, I'll, I'll do the trick. So yeah, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm a veteran when it comes to going to the games and it's cold. I've, I've already, you got it, it down. Out. I, yes, I figured it out. So this last one, uh, <laughs> Rogers breaks Favre's record for total touchdown passes, right? What, what was that like? It was so cool. Um, the stadium was just so loud and everyone was excited and five came over the big screen saying like thanks for passing my record go go get us a lombardi and yeah was that was i didn't expect that to happen that was cool it was pretty watching cool. it at home yeah um but yeah i was i i like going to games that become very uh memorable as far as like memes and stuff like i've been to the cowboy one where jones is waving goodbye into the end zone um mm. the titans game is that game, I don't know if you've ever seen like the meme where that Titans uh, like fan in his Santa hat is just sitting there and it's 42 to zero and he's just pissed. So I, I went to that game. Um, but I like going to games that become memorable memes um, or just memorable because I went to the Lions versus Packers. That was Cog's last game before he came back. Yeah. where him and Rogers are hugging and they're crying. Uh, I was at that game too. So I like seeing that. And I kind of want to get all those, you know, 
like made into pictures and framed because I can be like, oh, I went to that game. I went to that game. I went to that game. Wow. That's like Aaron Jones is waving goodbye into the end zone to the Cowboys. That one would be really cool. Just blown up. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of memorable moments as a Packer fan. Definitely. What? So then what are your expectations for the playoffs coming up? I just want us to do our job. It's like, I'm, I'm so afraid of that NFC championship game just because we already, we've experienced so much heartbreak from that one, that one moment of the season. Yeah. Um, I'm so afraid, but I also want to have confidence in my team. I want to have that confidence in my team. Um, I so I was on Cheesehead TV. I got to speak to AJ Dillon a couple of times. Oh wow! Yeah, so I yeah, that's, this is a big deal. <laughs> I hung out with him. You are a big deal. <laughs> I hung out with him for a bit. It was he is so nice, but um, he said th- that last year felt very hindering um, because of COVID, which I totally get. Yeah. It's COVID is. Um, even as a teacher, COVID has been very emotionally draining, mentally draining. It's physically draining. Um, So I can just imagine as a player, he said, you know, as far as not having fans. And he said, this year we have our fans. We have it because he said last year during playoffs that they were also limited in fans as well. If I, if I'm correct. Yeah, I think they were around like 10,000 fans. Yeah, they didn't allow that many people. And he's like, he said that this year, you know, it just feels different, especially coming in as a rookie last year and not having any fans was so strange. And, mm-hmm. um, but I'm hoping he said that this year he feels very confident in his, you know, the team and that they feel better. And so I'm hoping, I'm pr- just, hoping that we get past that NFC championship game. Yeah. That is, that's a hump. That's a hump we have to get over. And, and, you know, everything's going to go to through. I mean, it went through Lambo last year too, but to run it back and to make it go through Lambo again, I'm just, I'm confident. I'm confident this year. And if we do make it to the Super Bowl, even if we just make it, I'm probably going to cry happy tears. I won't. I want to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> I want to win too. I, I want. Like, I want another one of uh, these guys. <laughs> you know, like. Uh... I want another one too, and um, I know my siblings and I. We made it um, just because this year we we lately. I mean, we had been missing a family member going to the games with us. My brother, just because he was in that phase. Everybody goes to that phase where they're just like, I don't want to go with my family. My family is just, and this year he went, which was such a blessing to have us all together at a game. Um, It it had been since basically 2012, since we had all gone as a family because he went through his like little rebel stage that he didn't want to be with us. And that's totally fine. We all go through that. Um, Did he, did he don another team? No, no, he just in he his was, rebellious phase. N- no, he was he's actually always been a Packer fan. That's good. It's just it's just he was 
going through that little like stage where you just don't want to hang out with your family so much. You want to be with your sure, friends yeah. instead. So he kind of missed out on a, quite a few games. Um, so to have him go to our this Christmas game, it was so special. And um, so we want to actually uh, together, all of us want to get the Lambeau Field coordinates tattooed on us. Um, Whoa. Yeah, it's something we want to do soon just because so many memories have been made of all of us together yeah. in that one place. And um, so, yeah, um, I, I'm going to cry if we win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> I don't know it what feels, I do. It feels like destiny. It feels like a different year, right? Like it just yeah. feels so invigorating. And when you see I, them play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I... Uh, this season, I, I, the energy seemed a little weird, but then as the season wore on, it's, um, you could tell Rogers, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but I love, I think we read a lot of the same books, but it's all about like being present and being here now. It's not about, it's not about you know, in the future, it's about right here. We're going to enjoy each other. We're going to do our jobs. We're going to be our best selves and, and realize our potential right here. Uh, so why don't we just take it one game at a time, enjoy each other's presence. I've loved his post-game uh, interviews. Yeah. <laughs> his interviews on the field. Um, so those are some of the most thoughtful interviews in like all of sports it's uh pretty incredible to to watch and listen to he's very wise and very yeah. careful with what he says which not a lot of players are like that a lot of them are just like yeah football yeah yeah whatever <laughs> he's he's very zen and and i love that about him um but this does feel like a different year. I don't know what it is. Even when we went to the game as a family, my, my afterwards, when we were in the car and we were going back, we were like, this day could not have been more perfect. We win. None of our family members got in a fight. Usually there's some sort of fight that like, you know, you're not, not physical, just arguments, yeah. you know, you get into like little, like, cause you've been, we, took a it's a 20 20 hour road trip altogether you have to yeah. get sick of the people that you're with after 20 hours in a car so and, and we've never flown to wisconsin we've driven every year so okay. to, for us not to get in an argument and you know we just had so much fun that day we we were sitting in the car and it we all looked at each other and we we're like this day could not have been any more perfect we got we some of us got really drunk, but nothing bad happened to us. Like yeah. we, we didn't lose anything. Um, you know, nothing was broken. There were no arguments. It was just such a perfect day. And on Christmas. So I just feel even that vibe just within that day being there. I'm like, this year's different. This year has to yeah. be different. Yeah. <laughs> and you mentioned, uh, this is for those listening and watching the rap on Wisconsin sports is always very good. Always very competitive, but just kind of like can't get past the last stage. 
And even as an example, uh, so I bartend at a Buffalo Bills bar in Chicago. And before this last game, uh, the Minnesota Vikings and Chicago Bears game was on. There's a Bears fan. They all look somewhat pathetic to me. No <laughs> offense to any Bears fans, but anybody. No offense. <laughs> offense. So no he's... comma. Offense. <laughs> so he's wearing a Bears jersey. And, you know, it makes me realize how blessed we are, how grateful I am to have such a, a winning organization through the years where I don't have to feel convinced myself about like, well, if we get this defensive coordinator, then maybe we can do this or, or, you know, talking about quarterbacks and what they should do and coaches and in the organization. It's just like, it's very black and white for us. It's like, it's, uh, it's, it's very awesome. stable. It's, it's very, very stable. We don't have all these yeah. colors that we have to figure out. And, you know, despite I, I understand lately, you know, special teams has been, but crazy. he said this. Okay. So he's oh, okay. Sorry. Go so he, was, he was watching the Packers. I think far or uh, Rogers threw a touchdown and he's like, have fun losing in the NFC championship game. Like that's all they can say. That's all he <laughs> can say. And it's like, he's, it's fair. It's fair, but also yeah. it's also pathetic. So it's also what the only thing they can say. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, but like, despite, you know, you have certain hiccups in the team, you can always count on one player in a certain, you know, like defense, you think about it. You're like, well, you know, I can always count on, you know, Rashawn Gary to be there or, you know, like to, to Sachs, to Darius Smith, the Smith brothers always jump in. Mm -hmm. Campbell has been crazy. You can always rely. We find we have those players that are reliable and, um, you know, offense. We've got Rodgers. We've got Adams, you know, running backs. We've got a two-headed monster right now. Like, we have something. Dude, our squad, in is, every, our squad yeah, is good. Our squad is loaded. So it's not like they could be like, well, like, what? Oh, Okay, what are they what are they gonna say? Like, well, you hadn't you haven't had more than 50 yards on a punt return. Like, that's all they can tell us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah. yeah, we've been very spoiled, and I think this team has a lot. We we're loaded. So I'm hoping yeah. that uh my expectations is that we do win the Super Bowl and we do. Well, uh I, I agree. This has been a special <laughs> year, a special run. I'm very excited for the Super Bowl and uh, thanks for coming on. I appreciate this. For sure. Thank you. Hear Thank you for hearing my nerdiness when it comes. Uh, people are like, oh, it's football. You're not that nerdy. No, I am very nerdy. <laughs> I've got books and videos and DVDs and check out this stuff. book. So I go to thrift stores all the time and I look for books and check out this one I found recently. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I have it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I this have that This is called one. When Pride Still Mattered. It's great. Uh, it's about it is, Vince Lombardi. It is so great. Um, and I really, I really love, Vince Lombardi was a coach ahead of his time. Have you read it yet? Or are you just? No, I just, I just it? picked it up. Tell me, okay. tell me more about Vince Lombardi. 
So Vince Lombardi was really a coach ahead so, of his time. I have this one too. Oh, that I, I have. I do not have that one. But I mean, every time I go to the bookstore, I do go to the football section first. Nice. <laughs> um. So Vince Lombardi was definitely a coach ahead of his time. Um. He was very strict, and he was one of the first coaches of color as well. And one of the first coaches to be, to be very open as far as he didn't care what color player was. He just wanted to see his talent and he definitely changed the way football is to this day. He was a lot of, he, he was one of the first coaches to um, not care if they were gay. He did not care. He cared about the talent you know, and he was very strict um, with performance and practice, 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 practice. But it's why literally the Lombardi Trophy is named after him. He pretty much shaped um, what football should be. He came into this into Green Bay Packers when at the time they were not winning at all. They were doing terrible They're bad. and he completely just from the ground up just implemented his strategies. And um, my favorite quote of his is if you're late. No, I'm sorry. If you're on time, you're late. If you're late. Wait, yeah, it's like it's something like that. But I always tell it to my kids, like if you're on time, you're late. If you're late, like you're late, you know, so you need to come early. If you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. There we go. I figured it out. Yeah. So that was like his thing. Um, and he, if you were not on time to his practice, you were, you would not play. It doesn't matter who you were. You could have been Aaron Rodgers at the time and he would have sat you out because you were late to his practice. Um, he was just, so different and you have to read that book just because it goes into depth of just the kind of uh and now i figured out that i'm italian i'm not even french um i did the ancestry dna thing <laughs> uh, i found out i'm italian nice. um but for him to come in as an italian you know as a colored coach um it was just it was changed he, he changed it all and and he definitely experienced racism, you know, at that time. Um, also Green Bay didn't, Green Bay experienced a lot of firsts. They, um, when all the teams went under during the depression, this is just like a fun fact. Fun when, fact. All the te- when all the teams went down during the depression, Green Bay didn't because of the fact that they make so much alcohol in Wisconsin. I, I'm pretty sure you've been to Wisconsin. You live near it. Um, I'm from Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. So they make so much alcohol. It's crazy. And during that time, um, the team didn't go under because everybody would get drunk at the, like after the games like in people's in people's basements and they were just yeah they were all there they all knew that they even the even the players from the opposite team knew that they would be able to get drunk after the game (laughs) so so yeah so they never went under because of that that just like randomly popped up i don't know why but so yeah he was very strict he was also the one who 
first put the coils underneath the field to heat the field. Really? Interesting. Yeah. He, he did that because um, if you read that book, he, or I think it's even on um, the NFL, the football life of Vince Lombardi on HBO. Okay. So they talks about how he was just, uh, you know, in his living room with his wife and she had one of those blankets that keeps you warm. And he tore, they called him a mad scientist. Oh, okay. He, he tore that blanket apart trying to figure out how it was a heated blanket. And so then he went to the field, went to the basement and created these coils to put, he, yeah, they called him a mad scientist. And that's how the, 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 it became the frozen tundra. That game against the Cowboys was when he de- debuted the, the heated field. But wow. because he, the tarp that he put over it, um, wasn't it's it seeped like the heat seeped up on on top of the grass so when they took the tarp off the grass became ice that's how it became the ice bowl oh wow yes because the tarp is a is a uh, special kind of tarp that they put over it now obviously it's got yeah. like it's more of a mesh just so that the the snow doesn't land on it but he put a plastic tarp. And so when they, yeah. the, the field was heating underneath, it was creating like all that moisture. And when yeah. they took the tarp off, it just became oh. ice. And that's why it became like an ice skating rink. You have to read this and you have to watch uh, the football life of Vince Lombardi on HBO. Okay. Well, I have this book and I'll be sure to read it. Yes. Um, and also Far exciting. Forever. There's also Far Forever. I don't know if you've ever read that one either. I've, uh, I've no, seen the, the, the DVD of not it. Not read it. I'm sorry. Yes, the DVD. Yeah, I've, I've watched that a number of times. Okay. Yeah. So that I used to watch too. that uh, in my uh, my college dorm here in Chicago. <laughs> I'd play that. I actually, I, I just went one day to Chicago when I came down since we were a road trip. We yeah. drove up to Wisconsin and then on our way down, I was like, hey, look, there's an alternative route. We could go to Chicago. And we actually went for, you know, one day we saw, a, what is it? Gate cloud, cloud gate. Cloud gate. Yeah. Cloud gate. Love cloud so gate. So we, we went to go see it just because I've always wanted to see it. And then we went, we didn't know, I should have totally texted you or messaged you and asked you where to should've. eat pizza because we you know, wanted to done. You should have gone to uh, Will's Northwoods. The, the it's the best Wisconsin bar in the city. There's a number of Wisconsin bars. There's a very heavy. Uh, there's a big Wisconsin uh, transplants here in oh, the city. Okay. So there's a number of Wisconsin bars. But I believe that Will's Northwoods Inn on Racine Avenue. That is the uh, that's the best Wisconsin one. That is. Well, we wanted to go try Chicago deep dish pizza. We went to like a random place, and I'm pretty Pequots. sure. Pequots. Go I to Pequods. It's not deep dish, but it's like oh, okay. that's the that's like the favorite of the locals for sure. Okay. Well, next time I will go because I'm pretty sure the pizza place we went to was like probably like the McDonald's of like deep dish pizza. Luminati's is probably my favorite like chain deep okay. dish in Chicago. But I uh, don't remember where we went, but it tasted like pretty basic. Like I make deep deep dish pizza and I taste it like mine. So um nice. yeah 
<laughs> but next time for next sure. Time. Next time. Um, I think my dad, I don't know if it was just him talking crazy, but he really wants to go to the NFC championship game. So I don't know on a limb. We might just end up going. Um, it's not a bad and idea. He, said he will drive us all the way up there. So, right. So um, he just retired too. And I think that's why he was talking that way. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why he was talking that way. That he, sounds has about nothing, right. he has nothing else to do. Nothing else to spend his money on. So I think, I think he's, I think he's pretty serious about it, but Baloo, stop. But yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, let's Thank prepare you for inviting me. Yes. This, uh, this special run coming up. I'm pretty sure we'll get it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident we'll get it. So am I. Let's do it. <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> Woo! This is our year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you again. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciated it so much. Thank you for my nerdiness. Thanks for listening to Rich Conversations. Again, you can follow Janet on Twitter at OJanJan. Have a fun day and a fabulous weekend.